Eluka. Episode 4 Symptoms The next recording is dated for March 4th. What happened to March 3rd? Some bad weather had rolled in that evening. We had seen the clouds while watching the sunset, and they grew more throughout the night. The next day we had heavy waves and rain. Nothing dangerous, but not optimal working conditions. We worked in the wet lab most of the day, getting through some samples from the days before, looking at data and replying to student inquiries. Student inquiries? High schools and middle schools across the globe would send us questions about our work on the ocean. And we would record short videos for them to play in their science courses, part of the shift in educational program. None of those videos were included in the files I received. They wouldn't pertain to any of this. It was mostly questions like, what do you learn from deep ocean cores? How can water samples change over time? Basic information. Can you remember anything of note that may have happened on March 3rd that was not recorded? The sperm whale eventually floated away. It didn't sink, but just left. It was strange when one of the crew members noted how nothing had come to eat it. I don't remember seeing any birds, not the previous evening. Not on the 3rd or the 4th. A dead whale should have been a dinner bell, certainly. Which crew member was this? I don't remember. There are about 25 or so crew. The Aluka's a big ship, and we weren't the only research crew either. Maybe it was a climatology grad student. Name was Sean or Dean, something like that. What a great ship. The Aluka was responsible for millions and millions of dollars worth of new oceanic data every year. Once you got over the seasickness, it was perfect. Even our cook was fantastic. This next piece appears to be a personal recording made by Franco Reed. It may present personal information, things you were never meant to hear. Recorded on his personal phone, March 4th at 9.12am. He hadn't come to breakfast that morning. We didn't see him until we went to fetch him for the work on the Cora. This is before that? Let's find out. Something's wrong. I feel like shit. I thought I had some seasickness again last night. Seeing that dead whale didn't help. Fuck. I've got chills even when I stand out in the hot sun. It feels like my skin is crawling. Sometimes I see these tracks in my vision that I can't seem to shake. Sun did feel good though. Maybe it was the fresh air. Can't stomach anything. Cook made pancakes this morning, but I couldn't imagine getting anywhere near the kitchen. Maybe it's seasickness. First two days on this boat, I threw up everything I ate. This is just my body's way of telling me not to fill up again. <laughs> Franco, rise and shine. We have work on deck with a statue. 
We want the Barracuda back in the water by tomorrow at the latest. You in there? Yes, Dr. Flores. <laughs> yes, Dr. Flores. I'm feeling a little under the weather today, though. Okay, uh, get out on deck and sit down. You look pale. Fresh air and some water will do you good. If anything, you can give some orders to Charlie and we can get most of the work done. Sitting down here in the dark won't help you, though. Yes, sounds good. I'll be up in a couple of minutes. The next included document is a report from part of that day's work. If I remember correctly, we gave the job to Franco. He needed to sit down, so we let him document everything as we went along. Would you read this section for the recording? Times included? I don't mind. March 4th. Work on the repair of the Vibracora due to damage caused by landing on a stone statue during sediment core draw number 7. All times are local. 9.30. Assessment of the Vibracora by Dr. Murray and Dr. Flores with assistance from the Aluka crane technician Alex Lai has determined the best course of action may be to attempt to break the statue at one of the appendage points, freeing the first of the two stuck and damaged stabilising legs. 9.56. Dr. Murray has attempted to sample the statue, but was unsuccessful in removing a piece of the stone. Charlie has been sent to get a crowbar and a sledgehammer. 10.15. After multiple attempts by Dr. Murray, Dr. Flores and crew member Jason, strongest crew member we could find, the appendage of the statue is still unbroken. Jason did inflict some additional damage to the aluminium of the stabilising leg but it was already damaged and in need of replacement before we started. 10.22. Dr. Murray returned with a geological testing kit from the lab. 10.35. Current assessments are still unclear. Dr. Flores cleaned a portion of the statue for a luster test while she was gone. Upon her return, she was unable to determine if the exact luster was that of submetallic adamantine or, at points, possibly vitreous luster. It is possible the statue was at one point polished, Attempts were then made to determine the statue's hardness using a scratch kit. Dr. Murray began at level 5 and continued up to level 9. A 9-tip was unable to scratch the statue and Dr. Murray... Can I just explain this part? Franco was just writing what I was saying here. It's strange reading about myself in the third person. You can explain if you would like, but it will need to be read. There's not a lot left. A 9-tip was unable to scratch the statue and Dr. Murray made possible assumptions of the statue's materials, though she was apprehensive in her guessing. Tungsten carbine or corundum? 10.57. After much discussion, it has been determined that we will start removing the stabilising legs to dislodge the statue. This may cause more damage to the vibracora, but it is the only current course of action. It stops there. <clears throat> what did you want to add? It's not that I was apprehensive in guessing what the statue was made from. It was that I didn't know. I'm a geological oceanographer. I have not encountered anything like that statue in all my time working in geology. It was massive and so perfectly carved, but of such a dark, shiny black material that I had very few possible options. Everyone wanted answers I didn't have. Don't have. 
And why did it stop there, the documentation? Franco got sick rather quickly. It was all quite frantic. He said he was nauseous, understandably, but then he dropped everything on deck and ran off. Oscar picked everything up, and soon after he seemed rather upset at something, and he told us he was going to work in the lab for a while. At that point, Alex, Charlie, and I started on the work needed to remove the first of the two stabilizing legs, which meant netting up the statue and craning it up to relieve the leg of some weight. With everyone working, no one was there to take notes. The final recording I have from March 4th is very late into the evening. At this point, the deck cameras were no longer operational. Is there anything else you remember from that day you believe is worth mentioning? A crew member had told us about the camera issue during lunch over some coffee. Cook had made a three-bean chili for dinner. What is the final recording? Says it came from the phone of crew member Alan Dover. He had set up his phone to record the sunset. Lovely sunset aside. Any idea on what that was about? A few. All speculation. 